Good morning and evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy Roberto, and of course, this is the Black Hand 2.0. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody had a good week. Fridays or Saturdays here, yay. And uh, you can commence with your celebrating and drinking and partying or whatever you do, as long as you do it safe. What I mean by safe is not just not drinking and driving or doing something stupid. Also, we still have two very, very extremely bad viruses out there. So if you do have to go out, and if required, just wear a mask. Think of other people, and hopefully we can mark and move away from all this. Okay. Well, um, tonight, my subject Friday, even though it's Saturday, it's about something, again that all humans have in common. Some embrace it and some don't. Some act like they not scared of it, but they are. And that, my friends, is death. Death is one of the many extremely large things that all humans walking the face of this blue ball that we call Earth have in common. We can be alive one minute and dead the next. You can be walking around with good heart, good muscles, brain in your head, to being laying on the floor, bleeding profusely until you die. Now, I've had friends and family tell me this, and maybe it's true, maybe it's not. My sister told me once that I'm obsessed with old age and death. Well, she may be right, I don't know. But the point is, I'm, I get at it is, is that you, you're born on a certain day. You're you know, born to either good parents, bad parents, one parent or two parents. You learn everything you can from these two people and other things on your own. And as they're teaching you, they're getting older. And one day, you'll look up and the person or persons that taught you everything is no longer here. And then that's when the real challenge starts. Now, I've said it much before, and I'll say it again for people in the bleachers, I'm not afraid of death. Never have been. Yeah, I'm afraid of getting my head shot off or walking into a store and not knowing that somebody might decide to spray with bullets one day or some strange and careful careless disease shows up at my front doorstep and pretty much puts me in the grave that I am afraid of but death himself no I'm not afraid of him at all and to my advantage the reason why I am not afraid of death is for one they say the people that fear death the most do the most shit. I don't know what the hell that means, but they say it, it happens. You see all these people doing, you know, jumping out of airplanes, skydiving, and them driving on muddy roads that are about the length of my arm and skinnier than that. Or, you know, going out and doing dumb shit that you gotta carry a gun with you everywhere you go. It's almost like you're asking death to come and get you. And 
depending on how your life is, whether it be a good thing or a bad thing, in between thing, is how you will see death. Now, for me, I try to be as you know as straightforward as I can. I try to do everything I possibly can with the best of my abilities. In other words, I do the best I can. I can't do no more than what I'm doing. And people want more out of you, which is impossible because you can only do so damn much. And then you work until you retire, and then you retire until you're dead. That's not to say a rim you know, feeling, but that's true. And death is, you know, one of those type of things that no one has a clue what will happen to them after they're gone, which is why most people fear it. And there are some out there that doesn't believe in death at all. So I'm just think, okay, well, once you're dead, you're dead. And then there's some that believe it, believe that they're going to either heaven or hell. And they go to church every Sunday to, you know, pray to their God, whether it be, you know, in a church or in a mosque or hell, even in the damn street sometimes. It depends on your situation and what you put yourself into. Now, I am uh, I'm not a gangbanger. Never have been. I'm not a shooter either. I do fear people that have guns because most people that have guns are out of their fucking minds, especially if they have more than one. And I, uh, I drink on occasion, not like a lush or anything, but I do. And I try to be a kind person. Some people take advantage of that sometimes, though. Oh, this guy's a nice guy. I can do whatever the hell I want to him, and what the hell is he going to do? Not a damn thing. And to those people, they die a lot quicker. Because they are on earth for one reason and one reason only. Is to take advantage of everybody else that's on the earth at any time. So how you live on your life, however long that is, is how you will see death himself. You're wondering why I keep saying him. Well, they say that uh, death is a man. And... I could say something, but it's going to sound it will sound really crazy and stupid, and I'm not trying to wake nobody up. But anyway, so, death is one of those things that you can't buy it, you can't bargain with it, you can't, you know, tell you to give you 50 more years or 60 more years or 100 more years. When death comes, he just comes. And when it's time for you to look to leave... He's not taking a no for an answer, whether you like it or not. And if you are here in these damn streets, gang banging and doing shit, you know, damn well going to get you either thrown in jail or killed or both. Then you are begging death to come visit you. And if you had a hard life on earth, chances are you'll have a hard life in the afterlife as well. Now, I mean, I've seen some of these these shootings in Kansas City here, for example. We've had 77 homicides this year. 70 fucking seven. One happened right across the street from the damn Kansas City Police Department not too long ago. 
Now, whoever dealt it did that shit. They, their life is just shot to shit. And most of these kids now, millennials, have this thing about being saying you only live once, which is their way of saying that I got to do every damn thing I got to possibly do before I'm dead. And in some cases, that's fine. You're going to grow up one day, you want to do whatever the hell you're, gonna, you're trying to do right now anyway. And that's perfectly fine. But if you out here and you're a teenager or a young adult and you're drinking and partying and sleeping around and doing God knows what with God knows who and everything, and just so happen you, you know, decide to take a car home while you're drunk, and you run into somebody, or you run to a tree, or you fall off the fucking road, period. First of all, you shouldn't have been behind the wheel in the first place. Secondly, Def is sitting right there in the damn passenger seat waiting for you to act like a damn fool. And he's like, come on, come on, I ain't got all day. So, for those that have done crazy shit, worse than what I just, you know, like gave you an example about, yeah, it's you're you're gonna fear death more than any damn body else on the planet. You can play a whole gangster role like, but no homie can cry no damn more stuff. Shoot, I, I, I love my homie man, but I ain't gonna cry and shit. Well, you know what? You will. God gave us all gave us tears, and we all cry once in our fucking lives, maybe more than that. When my old man died in '98. I have no problem saying that I cried like a bitch for a whole fucking year. My, old, my, my, my father died of cancer. He died of lung cancer. And the shit fucking hurt. It hurt me so damn bad that I did a lot of crazy shit after his, after his death. A lot of it. But the thing is, though, death to some people is the most scariest thing in the world. Oh my God. I'm going to die. I need to do something and do something and, you know, whatever. But if you are a person that stays on the straight and narrow, the only thing you do is work and take care of your family and pay your bills and not start bullshit over it, whatever, and doing everything you need to do to take care of yourself and your family and to help maybe some of your friends, then death is not death. It's the the angel of death. See, everybody usually gets the Grim Reaper and the angel of death kind of the same thing. On the contrary, actually, depending on what you did here is the death that you're going to get. Now, we all seen the guy with the robe on, the sickle, and him pointing out with a bony finger right at you, like, you're next to everything, you know? That could be true. Well, like I said, I could tell you a story, but you wouldn't believe me anyway. So I'm not even going to go there. I'm not being called Crazy Rob on here tonight. But seriously, if you are straight and narrow and you don't cause no problems, people may cause it with you, but you don't retaliate and do all dumb shit that would have got me shot three or four times, then when you do pass on, you're around family, you're around friends, you're around great-grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren, your wife, you know, kids, everybody. 
They have to be surrounded. And they're going, they're trying to send you home in the best way possible. And the angel of death will show up and take you there. Now, <clears throat> death is also a mystery. It's the only thing that no human on this earth knows any damn thing about. We can speculate, we can take theories, we can say, yes, there is an afterlife on the other side, and you do float over your body when you're out of it. I've had maybe four or five surgeries in my entire life. They knocked me the fuck out. And I ain't seen shit. Besides the end of my, inside my eyelids. But it was something I asked for because I don't like surgeries, so I don't want to see them doing whatever the hell they're doing. But either way, it's a, uh, that type of death that I would like to have. But if you are into some shady shit, say like selling drugs, shooting people at random for no fucking reason, um, being a pimp to a prostitute, anything that was remotely wrong to, to us down here is what you're going to face when you go when you, when you die. So, if you one of these, uh, you know, only live once motherfuckers and, and you trying to hang out with your boys every night and you got 15 kids with four different girls and, you know, you out here hustling when you should be working and doing all this other shit that, you know, is pretty much normal now, then, uh, yeah, you are scared to death, to death. You are like, man, I ain't ready to die anything, but, but you contradict yourselves. One minute you say, oh, I'm not scared of death. I ain't scared of death at all. And then you get shot. And then you cry, oh, mama, oh, my mom, man. You know, just either you are or you aren't. Simple as that. If you are, if you, you know, are a person that believes in God and, you know, and you know that there's a home going coming, coming soon to you and everything else, that's a beautiful thing because you have lived long enough to pass your wisdom on to everybody else. And then you can die peacefully. And the death will be peaceful. However, if you are doing the most dumbest shit possible every fucking day, oh yeah, you are going to die in the worst possible way. You could be sitting in a car, get shot. You could be beat to death by another gang or whatever the hell you fucked around over. You could have a, you could catch some kind of disease from having sex. You know, AIDS is still out there, you know. And you up there popping babies left and right and shit. And, yeah, I understand you want to keep a legacy, but that is not the fucking way to do it. Maybe a kid or two, yeah, that's one thing. You got kids spread all out all, all over the damn state. They're my baby, I'm going to get my legacy behind. No, you're not just leaving a bunch of damn seedless kids running around. <sighs> and... If you out here doing dumb shit on a daily and you doing the drinking and the driving and everything else just begging to be killed, then you are calling Death's number. He's going to be sitting right there waiting for you to do something really stupid so he can pick your ass up and take you wherever the hell he's going. But it's a mystery. No one knows what's on the other side after you die. 
And that's why most people fear it. Because you don't know what the hell is real, what the hell may, may or may not happen. I mean, <laughs> seriously, you don't. But people still say, well, there are so a chosen few that say there is a heaven and there's a hell. And um, there are those that don't believe any of that shit. And then there's some that get mad because one, you know, minority prays to a god and not the god that they're praying to. They're all the same people, you know. But death is nothing to be feared if you are doing the best you can. I'm not going to say you're squeaky clean because who the hell is that? But if you are staying on the right side of law, you're not out here like trying to jack somebody for their car or shoot them for no damn just because it's 7 o'clock at night or something that dumb shit yeah you are going to have a extremely bad day with death so every time I hear about these shootings and you know, the lost lives that we had and how some of these people were probably not even thinking about getting shot that day they end up doing it they went way before their time. And death has been busier than shit. In 20 and now 21. We still got a COVID case running around. It's starting back up again. We can believe that shit. You got this Delta variant pushing her way in here trying to do her little damage. You got people shooting one another because of dumb shit. Or just cause. And, you know, opioid problems and drug problems, period, or drinking problems. You know, it's almost like you're saying, hey, death, I'm down here. Come on down here. I'm about to have a drink. Okay. You know, and he will take you, whether you want to or not. There, But there are the chosen few that shouldn't have been gone in the first damn place. Now, when I say that, one name comes to mind. Actually, two. The eight people, or seven people that was on that plane, or helicopter, with the late Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi, they didn't think they were going to die that, that day either. When I first heard that, I mean, don't get me wrong, I have never been a Lakers fan. I liked it when Magic Johnson was playing for him, maybe, but was never actually into him. But when he was, you know, when it came on the air that he and his daughter died in a helicopter crash with several other people, it's just like, like, wow. And that's how deaf is. People, like I said before, people mourn in their own way. But when it happens suddenly, you know, you're still just more shocked than, you know, mourning. You're wondering what the fuck just happened, you know? And even death can be kind of shocked, be like, whoa, what the hell's going on down here? And they have, he has to take you because you're gone. And then there's all these people that are really spiritual and, you know, they say that death is nothing to be scared of and, you know, there's peace and tranquility and the light and all that bullshit, okay? My thing is, is that no one knows what lies beyond 
the life that you have. And you don't know when you're going. You don't know how you're going to be going. You just know that you're going to go. We're all going to go one day. And it's something, like I said, you can't buy it off. You can't, you know, bargain with it. Millionaires, billionaires, oh yeah, you got all the money in the fucking world right now. But the one thing you cannot do is bribe death. You can't do it. He don't need your goddamn money. He just wants you, okay? He doesn't want it. well, I'll give you a million dollars, you won't kill me. Well, sorry, you're on the list. You gotta go. And people, especially, especially millionaires and billionaires, they, you know, try to keep themselves in shape and only run every day around their block or do a windmill, you know, get them to do a tricycle in their house and do a couple laps and everything else in the world to stay ahead of the reaper. But the thing is, though, he will catch you. Doesn't matter how healthy you are, doesn't matter how rich you are, or smart, or anything else. We all will meet our maker somewhere down the line. And death will be the one to deliver us there. However, where we go. And, um, I, uh, I tried to commit suicide 30 some odd years ago. It was gonna blow my whole fucking head off because I was depressed. At the time, my family, some of them, were not talking to me for reasons that I will not discuss. I went into a really bad depression state that, that year. It was in 88. And, um, I found myself with my dad gun, my dad's gun in my hand. With one hollow point bullet in it. I clicked it twice. Now, this is the part where it gets kind of weird. Now, when I say this, this is not to be funny. It's not to be laughed at or anything else. I'm just telling you what happened. You can build your own conclusion. I'm about to click this gun one last time. The hollow point would have went through my fucking forehead. And for some strange ass reason, death stopped me from doing it. Yes, you heard it right. Yes, death. Because at the time, my dad thought that I was crazy. He thought I was off my rocker. And me shooting myself with his gun in his room would have solidified that. So, Def was, you know, generous with me that day. He didn't want me, at least not right now. And um, I actually told somebody that once and they laughed in my fucking face. Full face, me fucking crazy. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm crazy because it happened. I mean, people have strange phenomenons happen to them every damn day. That was mine, so deal with it. But you see, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to get at is, is that 
on this earth you can buy things if you're rich you can want for things if you're poor you can get a house you can get an apartment you can get a, you know, a cardboard box you can try to play lottery tickets to you blue in the damn face scratchers and everything to get some kind of money to have a nest egg or whatever until you die but the ones that already have it they think they are gods any damn way but for one thing we will all die one day we will all be in a casket one day we all have a eulogy and people will come up to cry on your dead corpse they'll be wishing and you know thinking about the good times that was around when you were still alive and all that other stuff that comes with death now all these little young thuglets out here that you know want to say we well, didn't live this woods man so that doesn't mean that you get to go out and act like a fucking idiot because you only live once and you go out here and do something stupid as one of these other young guys and then a gun shot commence you take them out or they take you out or you take out each other who knows but the fact is it's senseless it's stupid and it shouldn't happen but it does because unlike the youngins of my generation this generation just does shit and then thinks about it after they do it and death is in every fucking corner of this planet every time you hear about a shooting He's hanging around. Anytime you hear about a building collapse, he's hanging around. When police officers go down the line of duty, he's still standing around. Because that's his job. To take you where you are going. And people are frightened of that. Because who the hell knows what the hell anybody sees when they're about to die? No one knows. I have never been, you know, killed and then brought back, you know, like that movie Flatliners. Yeah. Nothing like that. Okay. And um, to some people, death is the most scariest thing in the world. And if you're, and my thing is, is that if you're doing something that you know damn well is going to get you probably killed any damn way, that's why you fear it so damn much. And you can come out there and people, they tell me, well, no, so I'm scared of death. I'm ready to die. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to die. Okay. Yeah. Young people got that really bad. Until you get into a gunfight and they shoot you straight in your damn chest. Everybody has the same look on their face. Your eyes are wide open. You're wondering what the hell just happened. Holy shit. I'm bleeding. You're dead. And some of the death comes by accident, and some of it was damn sure on purpose. And we fear it. But like I said, if you've done shit that you know will get you frowned upon on this planet, wherever the hell you're going afterwards is probably going to be frowned upon as well. Just saying. But ladies and gentlemen, don't play with death. Don't don't even don't tempt him, okay? Because you can say, "Well, come and get me. I'm gonna get me. I'm ready to die." And all that type of stuff. He listens to that stuff. 
It's like, oh, really? You ready to go? Okay. I can come by your house and grab you real quick. Since you want to die so damn badly. And all these little knuckleheads out here with these damn guns, they can't fucking pronounce the names of them or anything. They just know how to shoot. Or supposedly know how to shoot. And taking each other out for the most dumbest shit I've ever heard of. Then you also fear death. If you're a politician who's been lying to people left and right, left and right, you know, make them do shit that you wouldn't do and killing off millions and millions of people because, hey, it's Tuesday. Oh, you will definitely be answering to death. Death is waiting for your ass. He's just like, yeah, I got this motherfucker right here. So... But there is, ever so often, he, get, they get it, he gets it wrong. Namely, my father, my uncle, my mother, my friend, and um, a few hundred thousand other people. He, he, he missed the ball on that one. Those are the ones I wanted to fucking stay here. I wanted my friends to stay here. I wanted my parents to be here. I want my uncle to be here, my auntie to be here. But Def said it was time for them to come home. And they went. All of us down here are crying and mourning and acting a fool, smoking some, drinking some, beating each other up and everything because there's two absence people out here. And people curse, you know, a lot and they just they're just mad but that's also part of death the people they that leave there are behind after it happens are the ones that are going to try to keep your memory alive by doing things that you would do if you were here and I'm not talking about some of these um, I mean it's hard to be a parent to any teenager in this day and age and I'm not labeling not not all of them or whatever but the short fact is is that if they're out here doing things with friends that they should be doing friendly stuff like that with chances are they'll end up in prison or killed nine times out of ten it's killed but it doesn't stop there grown ass people are doing dumb shit to kill people for what reason those are the ones that probably fear death the most because they're doing the most shit to get to death. And when he shows up, he's like, oh my God, I don't want to die. Well, too late, too bad. It's time to roll. Come on. Get your, get your coat. <laughs> you know. So I'm hoping that when I get to the old age I do get to before I pass away, that I will have had um, a long life somewhat few regrets here and there with my family around me and my you know my daughter and maybe her kids or whatever and you know we're all sitting there talking about stuff that happened good times bad times whatever and to let them know that yeah I know I'm gonna go but don't worry about it I'm fine I'm not gonna die in these fucking streets some damn where and no one else should die like that either but that's what they chose. So who am I to say, well, no, he should be out there to 
and I could tell them that, but I'll make them make them want to go out there anymore. So, futile mission, as they call it. But it's something that has been on my head all day. The place I work at, we uh, do a lot of senior citizens, and um, some of them died. Like maybe six or seven of them died this month. They were in their 90s and 80s, but you know, what do you expect? And uh, the only thing I kept thinking when I was looking at the shrine they made to them is that there is a family for each one of these people that do not have their parents or their grandparents or their great-grandparents anymore. And you got to wonder, because some old people are very surprising. My wife was telling me that when my her grandpa, my grandpa Bob, when he passed on, he uh, told my grandmother, Mary, who also has passed on, that, you know, it's just a matter of time now. It's almost like they know it's around the corner. You stand right there next to you, like, yep, it's almost time to go, baby. And, you know, he died in his sleep, or in a bat. Well, I won't get into details. He, he passed away. So he, uh, but yeah, he had a very long life very good life and in his last days he was as boisterous as he could possibly be I missed the man very much I, I miss him like crazy he was an in-law but he was my grandfather I loved him to death and of course um, my um, my mother who I mentioned millions of times on here when she died it, it, it really knocked the wind out of all my brothers and sisters with sales. It did. And um, she suffered enough. She did her job. And the angel of death came and got her. So I have to believe that she has went to a better place. And I've got to believe that the angel came and told her it's okay. It's time we can go now. Your job is done. So, you don't have to be afraid of death. You don't. I mean, all these gun hole guys, well, I'm not, I'm not afraid of death. I'm not scared of nothing. No. It's all about the fucking movies. But in real life, you know, it's a little bit different. You don't you still have to be afraid of it. You don't, though. I mean, the whole time, old man was uh when he had his throat cancer did he even never thought it was his, that he was trying to get cancer taken out of his throat he was just that you know that steely you know so when he did take it out it took out the only thing he was depressed about was his you know not his gift for gab so but he got past that as well before he passed but when he got lung cancer <laughs> You have to understand something. My dad went through a lot of shit before he died. He had been, he's been shot at. He's been, you know, had his arm messed up. And he's been in a semi-wreck. And I mean, like, wreck. To the point where he was in a full fucking body cast for a very long time. And two heart attacks. And he ended up dying of cancer lung cancer 
So I don't fear death, but I fear being killed. I'm not afraid of death. Now, when they start, you know, shooting at me for no fucking reason, then yeah, I'm scared of death because I don't want to die this way. I didn't come the way to the, come to the store or the high school or anything to get shot at. No, I didn't. But some crazy bastard decides that, hey, it's time for me to go when it's really not time for anybody to go. And then they off themselves after they do their disastrously deed, which is a bitch move. But anyway, so if you um, have children and, you know, the they come to you and say, you know, their grandparents died or something like where did grandma and grandpa go? Everybody says they went to a better place. Because the kids don't understand, they don't. And, you know, no one ever knows, realized, understands death at all, period. It's the most mysterious thing in the entire world. Period. And we can't tell what's going on the other side of on the other side of you know of your life after it's over. You just have to sit and wait just like you're waiting at a wait station or something. You know, just Sitting there, doo -doo 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 -doo. I know they're gonna call my number here pretty soon. I don't know. And it's one thing that no one knows, even experts know about. They don't know a shit. They think they do, but they don't. No one does. When it happens, it happens. How it happens, maybe a bit on you. But trust and believe. Once you do whatever the hell you do to yourself, death will take you wherever you're going. He's always around. And he's probably the most busiest being there is these days. Millions of people have died. Millions. He's making a fucking killing this time of year. And most times, the killings happen at the hands of each other. No car wrecks, no, you know, being beat up in a ring or anything like that. No. Just because you surely have been in the wrong neighborhood at the wrong damn time. At the gas station at the wrong place at the wrong time. At a mall, wrong place, wrong time. Because it's fucking Yahoo's got to come in here and just start spraying people just cause. And yes, I do bring up guns control a lot. I do. Because if we cannot see how the gun, you know, laws and everything are so fucking laxed that people can get shot right across the street from the goddamn police station that nobody knows who did, who did it or why, then there's a fucking problem. And death, as always, he sits and waits. And he waits for you to, you know, stop breathing or transpire or whatever like that. And he comes over to you like, okay, you ready to go? Let's go. Come on. Where are we going? Oh, we going somewhere. <laughs> ain't going to be here. Sorry. You made, your, you made your bed. Now you got to lay in it. And people are not satisfied with that. Millionaires and billionaires, again, think they can buy any damn thing. And they can't. They're billionaires. But the one thing they can never, ever buy, no matter how much money they have or how prestige they have, who they are, death does not give a shit. 
you will snatch your ass up faster than you will snatch me up. And whatever you do to die in the first place makes it even more shocking to him because he's like, whoa, these are damn kids. What the hell? Ain't, you know, but he takes them anyway. They're dead. So, the moral of my podcast tonight is yeah, we all do only have one life to live. You only live once. But what you do with that life to live only once is what's going to happen to you after it's over. If you're into bad shit, you're going to have a bad death. If you're into, you know, stealing and dealing and everything, you are going to suffer the worst death ever, as far as I'm concerned. But if you are a person who works for a living, as I said before, and take care of your business and everything, and staying out of trouble and all that type of shit, then yeah, you will be fine. It's the angel that's coming, not just the death. They're both the same person, but I say they're two people, or two entities, or whatever. But that also is my word. So with that being said, this is your boy Roberto for the Black Hand 2.0. Please join me next week when I talk about something you may or may not like. And I will see you guys down the road. Good night, America, wherever you are. And remember, people, as, you know, Nettie said in The Color Purple, nothing but death will keep me from here. And um, that's true. I mean, seriously, it is. It's very true. Because death can come at any time, any kind of way, whatsoever. And the only thing you can do is prepare yourself if you can. You don't stop living or anything, but just know that somewhere down the line, your curtain is going to get closed. And the bear off would all be. You guys have a nice weekend, and I will see you guys soon. Peace. Oh, yeah. For us, also, before I go, I'd like to send a, um, a heartfelt condolences to the late rap star Biz Markie, who died yesterday at the age of 57. Biz, I know you're in a better place, man. I know that you were a, um, you were a big, you know, influence in my life for Joe crazy rhymes and stuff like that and I know a lot of people that don't listen to rap music could care less if you're dead or not but I'm all here saying that I wish you Godspeed I will meet you again someday and um, just kind of pray for us whenever you go get up there man you guys have a nice night peace